For many of you, the early days of the coronavirus lockdown was filled with baking bread. But how did it become so popular? Let's break it down psychologically. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is Aaron Carson, who dove into this topic. Welcome, Aaron. Thanks for having me. So I, I saw them in a steady stream on Instagram, photos of bread, so much sourdough bread. Now, I know 2020 was a stressful year on so many levels, was, is still a stressful year on so many levels, but how did bread baking become the outlet of choice? Yeah, so I think that one of the kind of primary drivers here is that this is a point in time when we cannot do many of the activities that we've always done. We can't go to bars and restaurants with friends or movie theaters, um, sporting events, all of that. And so this is a point in time when, when people have been looking for something else to do from the safety of their homes. And why why baking? Like, you know, there are other obviously other hobbies out there. There's knitting. My wife loves to crochet. But it seemed like a lot of people gravitated. Like, socially speaking, like, that was the thing that people posted on their Instagram and Facebook feeds was, here's the sourdough bread I just made. Like, why not some of these other hobbies? How did baking become, or bread baking specifically, become sort of the breakout hit of the early pandemic lockdown? I think that there's a couple things that work here. For one, there's this concept of stress baking that predates the pandemic. Like, I can remember friends in college, you know, more than 10 years ago, every time finals week would roll around, there would be cupcakes and cookies and, you know, all kinds of stuff going around. So I think that there were already kind of the seeds for that. And then it turns out, like I, I spoke with a psychologist from the American Psychological Association, and it turns out that like on many levels, there are different aspects to baking that actually make for a like a pretty decent coping mechanism at a time when like we need that. <laughs> yeah, break that down. What what are some of the the benefits to to baking and? Like full disclosure, I did not partake in this particular rabbit hole. I, I, I was not a baker. I'm not really comfortable in the kitchen. Um, so it, it, a lot of this is kind of foreign to me. But like, what what is what exactly is it about baking that made it such a good remedy for our our stressful times? Well, for one, it's a pretty good distraction. Um, and, you know, there's there's this kind of difference between avoidance and distraction. But with something like baking, that might take you a you know, shorter amount of time. Like it's, a, it's just a good way to kind of bust the stress and do something else. Um, it's something that engages a lot of our, our senses. So if you are baking cookies or bread or whatever, you're using your sense of touch. It's you know, your sense of smell, sense of taste. Um, there's also a physical component to it. If you're kneading bread, for example, the recipe might call for you to knead something for five or 10 minutes, um, or you're, you know, turning something around in the oven or, you know, making, uh, you know, batter into little little balls for cookies, that, that kind of thing. And then there's also kind of an element to it that it's, you know, it's carbs and it's sugar. And that's the kind of stuff that, that kind of, you know... Um, sets off like the endorphins in our in our brain and and makes us uh makes us feel good yeah and in terms of the uh i mean you talk to a number of these folks uh these these stress bakers these amateur stress bakers i'm curious what you found or if there were any kind of common themes uh, or, or or trends that 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 came up in your conversations 
Absolutely. So the number one comment that I got from folks was that in a world that feels very chaotic and in which they feel like they do not have a whole lot of control, baking makes them feel like they can impose some order. And that's actually another aspect of, you know, kind of the distraction element is that, you know, baking is is really more of a science than other cooking. Like you can't wing it <laughs> in the way that you might be able to with something else. You really have to follow the recipe because like a little bit too much water or too much yeast or not enough this or that can just dramatically impact your results. So you really have to focus and tune in. And um, several of the bakers that I talked to just really found some comfort in being able to follow this step-by-step process um, and and get a result that they were expecting. Um, yeah, kind of at this time when it feels like, well, none of us know what's happen- happening next. So if you at least know what's about to come out of your oven, that's something. So you're basically creating an element of predictability in your life that otherwise can't be found since we really just don't know what's going on with the world. Exactly, exactly. God, I also like the idea that because your your hands or your, your your mind is focused on this task, you're not doing things like doom scrolling through your Twitter feed or it's like it's, most simply put, it's really just a distraction from our terrible reality, right? Right, exactly. Um, you know, and I think that that is also a component when you think about how many people got into the like sourdough starter and that's a very like time consuming thing. You have to feed it every so often and, you know, remove part of it and this and that. And really it gives you something else to focus on. So if you're preoccupied with, you know, mixing or feeding the starter, or, you know, like, keeping an eye on the clock for how long your dough is rising or, or, or whatever. It just provides that little bit of a, a break when you're not thinking about other things that are, you know, less pleasant. And in those conversations with uh, with those bakers, did, did you, like, did they share any kind of memorable experiences or, you know, just anecdotes from, from their baking adventures? Yeah. Um, so I think one of my favorite ones is I talked to a woman in Nashua, uh, New Hampshire, and she was kind of describing this one night, um, at this point, maybe two weeks ago where it must've been about nine o'clock. So kind of late to get into anything (laughs) really, but she had spent the evening, um, talking to her husband and to her family and trying to figure out what they're going to do for the holidays. Cause that's again, another you know, questions on a lot of people's minds is how to handle the holidays. And uh, she had also had some political discussions. And she uh, said something to me like she felt like she had about a million browser tabs open in her brain. And she kind of like looked around her kitchen and was like, what do I have here that I can I can bake? What can I do right now? And so the result was she made a, a pumpkin chocolate chip a uh, loaf of of bread to kind of uh, calm herself down from the evening evenings discussions. Wow, that is uh, yeah, I could see how that could be therapeutic when uh, you're, you're trying to escape from reality. Um, and and I know you also beyond sort of these amateur bakers, you talked to a professional baker about this phenomenon. What did she have to say about this? Yeah, so I actually spoke to the head of pastry at a bakery that's in my neighborhood because I was kind of curious, you know, uh, like how would you feel about this idea of stress baking if it were actually your job? And she's been baking uh, for almost 20 years now, about 18. And 
she was, you know, at, at first she was like, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because if I have stress, a lot of the times the, the stress is actually coming from my job. But she was also telling me that, you know, every morning, essentially, she is working on the uh, croissants and scones and muffins and whatnot for, for the bakery and, you know, doing it by hand. And she actually finds it very meditative, especially when you are doing the same thing over and over for like 300 pieces of, you know, baked good. Um, she actually kind of has a little, has a little, you know, moment of, of calm and meditation, just kind of doing that over and over again, um, even if it's her job. So she was definitely able to relate on some level to the idea of, of stress baking. Nice. And, you know, the, the pictures of sourdough bread that, uh, that were flooding my feet early on have definitely slowed down. Like I don't see that many on my Instagram or Facebook feed is, is is the trend dead at this point, or are people still doing it, but they're a little bit more quiet about it? What, what, what exactly, where are we in this bread baking cycle? So what I suspect is that, you know, on one level, there is kind of a, a core group out there of stress bakers who are going to keep, keep on, <laughs> on baking, always have, always will kind of thing. Um, I would imagine that there's probably some people that, you know, kind of came away from this experience realizing that baking is something that they like and they can do and maybe is like uh, more part of their their regular lives and perhaps less novel, you know, than uh, just taking on a project on a Saturday and being like, hey, look at my starter drill. So, um but as is the case, of course, with the Internet, you know, there will be uh, some, something else to trend soon, I'm sure. Well, yeah, that, that would be my, my final question is if this drags on, do you think there will be uh, an expert trend? If so, what, what do you think that might be? I do. I think they will probably land on something. Um, and while I don't have like a specific guess, my my broader guess is that it is going to be uh, what I kind of think of as some kind of like homesteading kind of activity. Um you know, I, I know that uh, canning had a, a spike in popularity kind of this fall, you know, uh, over the summer, people were planting gardens at a much higher rate than we've seen in a long time. And so I think that it's whatever it is, it's going to be some activity that is, um, you know, based around the home and and in some ways not new, you know, because I mean, we've been baking bread for forever. <laughs> so it's going to be some kind of a, a rediscovery of, of some activity that is sort of um, comforting and core to our kind of human, human culture um, that, uh, yeah, people will get really into next. Well, Aaron, thanks for your time. I'm sure you, whatever that next trend will be, you'll be on top of it. You can read Aaron's story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or send me a text message by signing up at 646-461-4291. Also, please subscribe and rate the show. It really helps out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.